everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. Uh, my name is Dean, and always as we is is with me my co-host Vincent. I is with you. This is a very sleepy episode. Um, welcome okay. back. Um, it's been it's been a minute. We're busy boys. We have lives. Um, but today we're going to be talking about Kenobi or Obi Wan Kenobi. I thought it was just Kenobi, but then it, it showed his entire name, and I was really confused. He is our only uh, topic. Yes, um, just him. Anyway, uh, we'll do. We're gonna do a couple bit of news. There's not really anything interesting. Uh, we decided to record this before Comic Con, so well, the next episode will be pretty crazy. It'll uh, either be crazy or maybe we'll do like a mini episode just to cover the amount of. We might be able to have just an episode dedicated to news, to be honest. Yeah, Comic Con can go pretty hard. Yeah, we might do a Comic Con bonus episode. Keep an eye out for that. Um, for our patrons, no. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> for our OnlyFans. Yes, of course. Um, I guess I'll just rattle off my list, and then you have all the cool stuff on your list. So, oh heck yeah! Um, apparently, the writer, the original creator for Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, is working on a reboot, or like is in talks for a reboot for all for both of them. I think it's official. I think it's a. I think it got officially announced that that is going to be happening. That's Although it's kind of hard to tell with the internet nowadays what is a rumor and what is an actual thing. I think it's so curious. I think, not curious. I think it's so uh, interesting because the whole, like, the IP is being used by what, like, the CW for, like, the live action show? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if this actually comes to fruition, I am head over heels. Uh, I, I loved Powerpuff Girls growing up. I loved foster's home even more uh, to this day like i stand by the um stand by the decision to say that like foster's home was probably the best kids cartoon show that we ever had and i definitely think if it's rebooted they could definitely like there's subtle things in it that i feel like as a kid we don't see but as adults we're just like yeah like like um are we gonna see like teenage or adult mac working this is with reboot. frankie this is reboot. Oh, so. it's this reboot. That's true. Yeah, which also makes me kind of curious because didn't Powerpuff Girls get like a like continuation? They did. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, so I'm not. I'm honestly not that shocked that they're rebooting it. Although I am kind of actually no, I am kind of shocked that they're rebooting it because the CW show still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, there's like a bunch of stuff happening with that. Like, yeah, between like, maybe that's why they're choosing to go this route. Maybe they're going to can the show. I think they've. I don't know. There's probably millions of dollars that they got to waste on that, but the CW might also just can itself at this point. They're the CW, not doing too the, well. well. The CW did report that they haven't made money from TV shows since 2014. So, yeah. Um, the Attack on Titan. Dead by Daylight event is here slash coming. I don't. It I don't is play. here. It is here. It looks disgusting. It looks. I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm watching this gift play over and over on Twitter, and it does not look. It, it looks just as good as uh, the ending was. Everything looks so gross. Hey, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to have an episode about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho is getting a Netflix live action. 
I'm terrified. It doesn't <laughs> I'm so look. Scared. It doesn't look terrible. It's like a. It's Japanese, so like it. I, I have I have hope. You know they did they did uh, Renori Kenshin pretty good. Japanese Death Note wasn't bad. You know, Fullmetal Alchemist is kind of questionable, but I had fun with Fullmetal Alchemist. I I'm just really concerned that they're gonna mess with like characters that I have a very specific vision of. Yu Yu Hakusho is like one of the most influential like pieces of media that I've like consumed. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's also like a huge thing that I bonded, um, with like coworkers for my first ever job over. We would all, we would, we would just like throw quotes back and forth. And then when we got tired of quoting the show, um, my, <laughs> my coworkers and I would all just, uh, we would all call each other like Yurameshi, but we would all like jokingly do uh, our best Kuwabara impressions <laughs> at each other, uh, like trying to talk to each other uh, while at work across the room. Uh, it was it. It's one of my favorite memories. And if they do, if they don't do Kuwabara right, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle watching the whole thing. Uh, some of this. The, like the little still images like the what are they called like the the preview images yeah, that they've the shown preview stills. Look, they look okay they look fine um but high hopes we don't like bad things here yeah um uh Netflix's Resident Evil dropped and I've heard mixed things but I heard that it it, it talks it it's a, it has slight spoilers uh it Talks about almost everything up to seven, in it. Mm -hmm. So I mean that, that's cool. Maybe maybe, we'll, maybe maybe we can throw that in the can. Maybe we can talk about that one day. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, apparently, Marvel Marvels has some the uh, the project called the Mutants in development. Ooh. Um, that yeah, it the same font as like the X Men. So like the. <laughs> Promising, um, yeah, pr promising. Um, they they also were supposed to have like a. I remember there was, I saw this on TikTok and it shook me. It was a animated series. I think I've talked about this before. An animated series about Krakoa, which is like the current island that mutants live on in the comics, but it's like a sanctioned Marvel, Disney mutant based TV show. But it's supposed to be, like, the day in the life of mutants that live on the island. And I don't know what happened to it. So, maybe maybe this happened to it. Um, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, Discord uh, getting, or Xbox getting Discord uh, chat support. Yes. Uh, interesting. Pretty cool. I can't wait till it comes to PlayStation because I don't own the Xbox. But, <laughs> um, and I, I have this on here, but I really don't care about it. Mortal Kombat two live action movies apparently in development, and uh, Simon McCoy is gonna return to direct. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. It's cool, maybe, maybe interesting. Maybe Johnny Cage? Maybe Johnny Cage played by Chris Evans? Question mark. 
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's all I got. Alrighty. Well, moving on over to me. Uh. Uh, a game that I honestly thought had been forgotten about um, by Microsoft um, got a sequel announced to it. Uh, I don't know if you ever played the Skate franchise. Uh, Skate 3 being like the most well-known of all of them, mostly because of PewDiePie making tons of videos where he did like the Hall of Meat thing where you can just ragdoll your character and see which bones you you break from jumping off of buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh it skate four has officially been announced they showed some like really rough alpha footage of it but it looks great still it it's definitely got the same great skateboarding mechanics that skate three had and it's going to be completely free to play oh look at which that. is like nice. uh maybe but you know honestly like i don't like there's probably going to be like stuff to like customize your character probably outfits you can buy and stuff like that this seems like the like, perfect game for that to be like okay free to, to play though. yeah um, i mean like microtransactions yeah. like i get i get like fortnite like you don't need you just need skill to play fortnite and skins like do not dictate anything but like i feel like this is also a good game for microtransactions to just work so you can look cool I completely agree. Although I will say I have won more games of Fortnite now after buying the Green Goblin skin <laughs> than I than I did before that. Of course, of course. The Gara skin also helped. Um All right. We got a new poster and it just gives us another look at um currently the movie that I'm the most excited for for next year coming out in November 2023 Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey I wasn't um, gonna put that on there I wasn't gonna put this did on did you my see name. the poster I wasn't gonna talk about this but I guess we're gonna talk about it today I'm so I I was I I did not know what to expect the day that I woke up it, that Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey was announced after watching the trailer uh, and seeing the poster for it, I'm so excited for this. This is such a weird movie to exist. Such a weird thing um, f- for, like, the first big foray since a character hit, like, um, public hit, domain. Like, public domain. Uh, but, hey, if this is what's going to happen to Winnie the Pooh, I am so excited to see what happens if and when Mickey Mouse finally... Uh, loses its legal battle for having eternal, um, like, non-public domaininess or whatever. I, that's not the right way to say it, but, like... <laughs> this character has been around for, like, uh, what, almost a hundred years? How is he not in the fucking public domain? <laughs> yeah. They, I think it's just so funny because, like, you'd think, like, somebody would take, like, their their shot at, like, making, like... I don't know, the live-action Woody the Pooh movie was very, like... That was a horror movie just because of, like, the art. Christopher Robin. But, like, you'd think they'd be like, oh, well, we're going to have Winnie the Pooh now and we're going to make good money off this intellectual property. And someone was just like, I'm going to make a horror movie where we have Big Bear kill. It's just interesting, to say the least. Also, Piglet looks... I love that Piglet design. Looks so good. 
that pick the design is very good. Did you speaking of the uh, Winnie the Pooh, the last Winnie the Pooh movie? Did you, did you ever see the Avengers Endgame or Infinity War cut of the Christopher Robin trailer? No. <laughs> I'll have to show it to you. It's it's really goofy. Uh, it's just the Infinity War trailer, um, and Gamora narrating over it, just like talking about Thanos, and she's like, "And his name is," and then it just cuts to the Winnie Pooh trailer, and Pooh's just like Christopher, Christopher Robin, Robin. <laughs> and then the Avengers music starts slamming. Oh wait, down. I have I have seen this before. <laughs> it's so good. All right, uh, moving back to news, um, we have a new metric that hit uh, that hit the public eye. Um, Snyder, the Snyder cut, uh, which, you know, only like existed as like a release product because of so much fan demand. Apparently 13% of the accounts that were asking for the Snyder cut to be released were fake accounts that people made. Of course, of course. (laughs) 13%. That's a lot of accounts. This was a really big, uh, like fan campaign. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. It had all sorts of backing. All sorts of oh. bots. I mean, backing. I mean, backing. I mean, bots. <laughs> uh, we got a new trailer and got to see a look at all the different pre-order editions of God of War Ragnarok, which we also got the official release date for, and they are holding true to what they have been telling us. It is coming out this year on November 9th. Um, I know you have just been like working your way through the twenty the twenty fourteen PS four God of War. Yes. Uh, I and I'm sure you are at the point where I am now. Oh, I am so excited for this game, and this is going to end it. This isn't going to be like a three game trilogy. This this game ends, um, this like this story. Oh. And we're gonna get to go to all of the realms this time. Cool. I mean. I'm excited. I'm having a good time going through it. I've kind of stopped so I can play Horizon, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, nah. y- you got some really good games you have access to now, man. Yeah. Uh, and the last bit of news that I have, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Vincent found something really weird that happened in the world. Um, so, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I know. What? <laughs> It some cinemas are now banning people who are wearing suits from seeing this movie because um, <laughs> it has become an extremely popular thing to do, mostly through TikTok, I believe, um, and mostly with like middle schoolers and high schoolers to go see this movie dressed in suits and then throw bananas like not just a banana, a full thing a full bunch of bananas at the movie screens oh i have seen videos of the ending of the movie um and there is bigger fan like outcry and screaming and whooping and hollering than i have seen from any star wars movie any avengers movie any movie that i have seen in the theater i have never seen a more lively crowd than the end of the minions rise of <laughs> interesting <laughs> huh interesting i <sighs> minions were already a meme but now they're like 
even more of a meme. If you take the eyelids, if you take the eyelids away and you remove their arms, they're just Among Us. Oh my god! No. Yes. Um. Is that? Was that That's the end it of for the- me. <laughs> That's the end. Uh. By the way, if you guys haven't watched last episode, go watch last episode where we talk about And if you haven't top- watched Bubble, go watch Bubble. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about our top 10 favorite Ben 10 aliens. We talked about Ben 10. And watch Bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, Obi-Wan. Okay. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. This, uh, this series takes place uh, right after episode 3 before any of the prequel any of the things that are set between the prequel well when does because uh what this would take a place around the same time no even before solo right let's see luke and leia are about they're 10 years old they're 10 years old so this is spoilers by the way we're not we'll give a we'll give a okay uh before before we go into this uh one out of ten. What do you rate it? Nine point five. Nine point five. I give it the same. Uh, good, good show. If you like Star Wars, watch it. If you like the prequels, watch it. Uh, Ewan McGregor is amazing in this. Um, he I gives, don't think they've missed with a Star Wars show that they've made so far. No, they have not. It's just uh, the Book of Boba Fett was just Mandalorian season two and a half. That's pretty. Much I need good. to watch that one. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, spoilers from here on out. Uh, it's been 10 years. So they're 10. It's been 10 years since uh, the end of episode three. The birth. Their, and their birth. Um, and But Han is what? Like. What's their age difference? What's. What's. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know that. Uh, that's it, a great question. It can't be that. It can't be that large. Like. Um, <laughs> looking into it, Han is twenty nine BBY before Battle of Yavin. So um, that puts them around the same age. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. No. Uh, Luke is nineteen. Oh god! Oh god! Han was a twenty-nine-year-old hitting on a nineteen-year-old. Oh, all right. Uh, it could be worse. Um, so. Anyways, Obi Wan. So this takes place like nine years before Episode Four, and ten years after Episode Three. Uh, yes. Pretty gradient medium. It makes sense. The Empire ruled for like twenty years uh, before, uh, like, uh, like they ruled uncontested for twenty years uh, before they were taken down. So that makes sense. Um, I okay. Uh, I don't know. Let's just go th- through it. First episode, we see him. He's a he's meat. He's meat packer. He packs meat. Uh, steals meat. Steals meat. That for his, nasty old man for his for his camel thing that it kind of looks like an ant eater in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he he's buying parts for Luke because he he watches Luke like a creepy old man. Um, and Owen's just like 
Go away. Go go away, Ben. Because he goes by Ben now instead of Obi Wan. Uh, and Ben's like, but he needs his toy. <laughs> but he needs his toy. There's gonna be a day when he he needs training. Um, I don't know why Owen was against him getting a toy. Uh, I don't know. I guess he just didn't want him to have like a connection to him, or mm. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense towards the end. But yeah, I guess like Obi Wan said that he was gonna distance himself when he dropped him off to Owen's farm. So. It makes sense. It's either like stay in his life or get out of his life type situation. I do have to say, like, he states eventually he's going to have to learn to train, like if he's force sensitive. Mm -hmm. But we see throughout like the first five episodes of this movie that Obi-Wan is very out of practice. Yes. So uh, he, he, he he would have some bad training. And if it's, I think that he was just going to put the helmet on him again. Like, he would just put the helmet on him like he did in episode four. So. Now hit the thing with your mind. He's just like, he's just like training. No, not with me. With this little droid thing. Um, it's really cool. Um, we see he has his little base where he's, he like trades with Jawas. Um, his little house. This little house with like a little detection droid type thing. Um, and then within the first episode, we get to see little Leia, right? Yes, we get to we see, do. We see her. We see Princess Leia Organa, the 10 year old who hates being a princess. Yes, already being very much like Padme, uh, having somebody else doing her like royal deeds. While she goes off and does her own thing. Yeah. Um, she, um, I, the, the little girl who plays young, uh, Leia, it's at first I wasn't like too keen on it because like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes like kids don't exactly portray the emotions you want them to, but I feel like she just did it like, and I, I could believe it. It's just a kid. It's just a 10-year-old. She seems like a small 10-year-old, but I haven't seen a 10-year-old in a few years. I have a nephew, so I haven't seen what a 10-year-old looks like in a few years. She she did a great job. Yeah, no, I definitely think, especially in the later episodes, I think her dynamic with Obi-Wan like, is pretty awesome. Absolutely. Uh, I'm really excited to see uh, whatever thing she does next. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, and we're also introduced to, uh, so since this is 10 years after, this is 10 years after, uh, the fall of the, uh, Republic and the Empire has taken a, uh, like a stronghold over the galactic government. Um, he is the Senate, by the way. And, uh, we see that even in the Outer Rim, uh, that, the empire has spread within 10 years. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. It's 10 years after the slaughter of the Jedi and, uh, we might be going, going out of order into episode two, but we actually learned that there is another Jedi that is on, uh, planet with Ben. Um, and that, that kind of film, that kind of threw me for a loop with the bar scene. Mm hmm. 
that kind of threw me for a loop because I, I initially I was just like, this is really early for them to have conflict. But then again, uh, initially when I was talking to you about it, I was just like, they can't just keep this entire show on this planet. Like, no one likes saying this much. Like, it's coarse. No, we can't keep it here. Like, coarse. Anyway, it's rough. We also saw that like there were shots from the trailer that seemed to be on like a rainy-ish planet, or at least like it was like dark cyberpunkish type of deal. Yeah. Um. And we did get that. They do leave the planet. But um, I definitely thought the bar scene was just like, oh, well, they're moving things along really fast. Uh, so I appreciated it, though. The, I never had an issue with the show having, like, pacing problems. Everything no. felt, like, right, right where it should be. No, I feel like unlike some of the Marvel Disney Plus stuff where I feel like a two-hour movie would be better than, all like, a six or seven hour like compendium of episodes i definitely feel like this was better as a series like i feel like it would have been really rushed as a two two and a half hour movie yeah like it's a pretty linear plot like when we get down to it but like the integral parts like need to be fleshed out a little more um so yeah, so we get to we meet little Leia. She's rambunctious. She's rebellious. Uh, her parents love her. Um, the Organas have taken her in and everything like that. She has uh, she has a meeting with her. She like meets like meets with her cousins and stuff like that. And her cousin tells her she's not really an Organa. And he she like I've never heard a ten year old talk to somebody like this, but she like spits facts at him. She's just like. You're an introvert. No one likes you. You lack social. You lack social skills. Get fucked, bitch. And he was just like, "Wow," and then apparently it was loud enough that everybody heard it. <laughs> like, <laughs> get dogged on by a ten-year-old. This kid probably looks like he's fourteen or something like that. Like, get fucked. Um. Yeah. Um. The stuff with Ben. Owen tells him to leave. Uh, we see him. One time, so, like, they go through, like, this scene multiple times where, like, we see the shift ends, he gets, you get your credits, Ben gets a slice of meat and steals the meat. I thought he was going to get caught. I I was waiting for the one time that he gets caught, and then he has to get, confront the person, like, the boss about it, and then he just sticks out the lightsaber and just kills him right there. But that's, that's not the Jedi way. Um, yeah, um... We see one of these times that he's uh, he's coming back, uh, and he sees that uh, that the inquisitors inquisitors. What did you think about this? What did you think about them? Like live action inquisitors. I thought the inquisitors were great. Um, I really enjoyed them. I so my exposure to the inquisitors has been almost exclusively. Inside of the game Fallen Order. Yeah, I I didn't watch Rebels. Um, I've seen clips of Rebels where, like, the Inquisitors showed up, and I always thought it was really goofy because I would always, for whatever reason, the clips that would pop up would always be them losing a battle, and then they would helicopter away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Which doesn't make any sense. It felt very cartoony, which is not something that I go to Star Wars for. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, this was definitely closer 
and honestly, at times better uh, than what we got for Inquisitors in Fallen Order. Um, and those were incredibly intimidating, very powerful opponents. And that's what I felt the entire way through, except for the comedic relief, which was the Grand Inquisitor. I <laughs> The Grand Inquisitor just felt kind of weird to me. He felt kind of like a Monty Python character. In in the show? Yeah, in yeah. the show. Uh I also still felt really weird uh having him have just his yellow eyes with like no black around them, just having white there. Mm -hmm. Um Sure, I understand uh, contact lenses and stuff. They're not comfortable, uh, and especially not, like, full eye ones. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, not a design decision that I would have made. This is supposed to be a villain. This is supposed to be a, a like, very scary and intimidating person. And he, by like, with his skin, is already extremely white. Having the white in the eye as well, instead of having a black, seems kind of weird. Yeah, I um, I I enjoyed it. I I did watch Rebels. Um, I did find it a little weird. The there's like the what is he third brother? Yeah, third, with the like with a, the like hammerhead shark head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks way different live action. They chose to they chose an Asian guy, and I think that that was probably the best representation they could have gotten. <laughs> um, because like in in the cartoon, he's very like. He kind of reminds me of Kisame from Naruto. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the main one that I would see helicopter away. <laughs> Which um, the helicoptering away, I'm glad they didn't bring that back. <laughs> Can you imagine what that would look like in live action, dude? Could you imagine? That would look insane. <laughs> Could you imagine the scene? Like they see Kenobi burning alive, and they're just like, "All right, let's leave him." And then they just go, go catch a helicopter away. Can you imagine how fucking, like, again, spoilers, I'm sorry, we're talking about the whole show. Um, can you imagine how weird it would have been for the Grand Inquisitor to, like, re-enter after being dead for several episodes instead of him just, like, walking up from, it's like... by helicopter? Behind it. Yeah, he's just, like, the, the girl just, like, looks up and sees him slowly floating down. He's like, hello... I see you have not you you have failed third sister. I'm sorry I can't hear you from up there. Yeah, no. I like the inquisitors as a concept mostly because I, I for two reasons. One, the reason that they were created for like a gameplay standpoint and like a show standpoint for rebels uh was because like the only villain like you know the only villains that are around are Vader and Sidious, right? You yeah. can't in in Rebels we have a former Jedi master and a newly like awakened Padawan, right? You can't just have them fighting Vader and Sidious, you know what I mean? Um, you also can't have them win too good because you know Vader doesn't die until like 10 plus years later. So um they created the Inquisitors, and I, I like the Inquisitors as a concept, like them being corrupted Jedi, just, I don't know, kind of icing on the cake of, like, the whole, like, persuasion to darkness, but also, like, I don't know, low-key breaks the rule of two, and also kind of low-key yeah. breaks 
the concept that people have of like, so like the idea that like George Lucas, like he, he like talked to like Maul's voice actor. I don't know if you've seen this interview before, but like they interviewed Darth Maul's voice actor. Who's like super big on like star Wars lore and everything like that. Like he's super into like being the character and the lore of star Wars and everything. He apparently talked to George Lucas and like George Lucas just like told him how the force works. And he's just like, it's about balance, right? He's like, the force works in a balance, but not like one person can be like a great Jedi or something like that. He's like, that, that's not a thing. He's just like the force balances the universe. So like when the council or like when the, the chosen one was, was like, uh, created, right. Mm -hmm. That, um, because the light was overweighed on their side because of the, you know, the entire Jedi order and they're only being like two, like dark side users well two in the movies and then you know extended media had dooku having asajj ventress after mole was defeated and yeah. like dooku was like i'm gonna eventually like beat sidious and then you'll be my true apprentice ventress uh so because there were so many jedi that the chosen one was going to tip the scales in the favor of the dark side creating balance right right well, mm -hmm. once he did that, and then they killed all of the light side users, uh, there became an imbalance, and the Force created the twins, Luke and Leia, to out to like outweigh them, like two and two. Uh, Luke would train with Yoda, blah, 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 he'd be the last Jedi, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't make a lot of sense when you bring in the fact that they were, they corrupted Jedi to bring them over. I guess, like, the concept of, like, other Jedi still being out there that we haven't seen, like even at the end of like the current trilogy is mm -hmm. possible, but it also like kind of retcons a lot of what has happened already. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if the force is supposed to be balanced by Luke and Leia being born to the light side and Vader and Sidious existing in the dark, then that means that like, it, it only makes sense that, it, like, it stays even that way. You know what I mean? And, like, Yoda kind of, like, is, like, up in limbo. Like, he tr he's to train Luke. That's about it. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't combat anything. And that's the same thing with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan just trains Luke. Like, they're not, I guess, contenders in the fight. Um, but I, I, from a storytelling perspective, I, I get it. And, like, in a gameplay perspective, you have to give the players not Darth Vader to fight against. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't mind them. They're cool. Evil Jedi are awesome. Uh, have you ever seen the comic book, uh, like, that takes place between Episode 3 and Episode 4? Have you ever seen... It? There's a comic that takes place between episode 3 and episode 4, right? Oh. And... Uh, oh, is that the one where uh, Darth Vader chases, like, the librarian around the fucking city? Uh, there is one like that, but there's there's this one... Okay, this actually takes place not too long after Order 66, right? So, uh, we'll be talking about Obi-Wan, I promise. I just want to go on a tangent, because Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah. Um... There's, there, it's like a group of Jedi, right? They've like rallied together after Order 66. They're the ones that survived, right? Um, and they were going to assault Vader, right? 
And a lot of them knew who Vader was. Like, they could put two and two together and be like, whoa, like, a lot of them escaped from the temple, and they'll be like, well, it was Anakin. Like, it was Anakin Skywalker, like, the new knight uh, that came and slaughtered everybody, right? Yeah. So they set up a trap. Vader, like, pretty much kills most of them because, you know, he's super powerful. But one of them escapes, and then years later gets uh he gets confronted by the inquisitors in vader right well mm-hmm. they he's actually he actually like studied what happened the day of order 66 and he like uses the force to take off the helmets of the inquisitors and he says their names right he's like i know you guys he's just like you guys were former like jedi knights right and then he takes off the helmets of uh the, the like Vader's death troopers, right? But if mm-hmm. if you know anything about Vader's death troopers, is that Vader's death troopers were the last remaining squad of clones that were left into uh, left in the Empire. So uh, he, I, I don't know how he did it, but he like used the Force and like pushed Order sixty six out again on the clones, right? Ah, uh-huh. and since. The Inquisitors were former Jedi Knights. The Inquisitors had to fight the Death Troopers. And then the guy just runs away. But anyway, long tangent. Uh, back to Obi-Wan. Um, Leia, Leia, Leia we, see, we see her get kidnapped. She, she gets kidnapped. What do you think about Reva, the Inquisitor, third sister? Third sister? Yeah, in uh, general. She, she's very similar to, um, at least feeling-wise, uh, she feels very similar to the, uh, what, it's the 11th sister or 10th sister in, um, in Fallen Order? I kept thinking that they shared the same number, and I, I was going to be like, that's that makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. they, like, she's, well, unlike the 11th sister in Fallen Order, she was just a youngling when she was taken in. The 11th sister was a Padawan. Yeah. Or, yeah, she was an older Padawan, so. She was. Um, yeah, I definitely think they have very similar stories, and they have yeah. very similar outcomes. It's true. That being said, I really liked her. I thought that, I don't know, I was on the fence. I thought that, I don't think it's on the actress at all. I think she did a really good job. But, like, I feel like, I don't know. At times, I felt like it was right to tell her story. But at the other times, like, we have Vader and Kenobi fighting each other 1v1. And then we just see her chasing a 10-year-old boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like there was, there could have just been a better split in the way that they showed some things. But... I didn't think she was bad. I thought her connection with Kenobi, because she wasn't, she didn't do this because she like hated force users or the Jedi or anything like that. She was just trying to get on Vader's good side. Yeah. Um, To get her revenge. Yeah. And I also just think it's cool. Like whenever in media, like we get a character that knows pretty much the same amount that like us, the readers or watchers know. And when she's just like, I know who it was. It was Anakin Skywalker. I was just like, oh, shit. Nobody knows Vader's, like, Anakin. Like, there's two people in the universe besides her. Or, yeah. I mean, 
Okay, Obi-Wan, Sidious, and does Yoda know? Yeah, Yoda must know. Yoda yeah, has to Yoda know. must know. So, besides those people, like, Obi-Wan didn't even know Anakin was alive before he was told. So, everybody just assumed Anakin died on, well, he just kind of disappeared for some people. They didn't even know he had a fight with Obi-Wan. Yeah. But yeah, Leia gets kidnapped, and the entire rest of the series is Obi-Wan getting called by the Organas uh, to go find him, or her. Uh, and he digs up, he pulls out, you see the shovel? The shovel to shovel up the sand? Uh, Obi-Wan has the best directional skills I've ever seen, because I don't care what your perception role was, or your investigation role was, how the fuck did you find out where, how did you remember where well, you sand placed? is very distinctive. It's a sand planet. You know how much sand moves around? It could have been... He could have literally put it two feet under sand level, and then two days later, five feet of sand moved over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he left... His, his lightsaber's there. His lightsaber and Anakin, Anakin's lightsaber. Um... Which, uh, didn't... I thought Vader bled his lightsaber. I thought um, Anakin bled his original lightsaber. That... So, yes. He... Well... Uh... Not his original lightsaber, but I believe his original crystal. That being said, that also cannot... Or it might have been somebody else's crystal. Because... No matter how how it shapes up, none of that would make sense. Yeah, uh, based off of a new hope, because Obi Wan gives Luke his father's lightsaber. <coughs> yeah, and we see it in like the box with his lightsaber. We see Anakin's yeah. and Kenobi's. Yeah, and we know that Luke, like we know, eventually Luke makes his green one, but. I, I, yeah. Um, but I believe it. I I don't even think that they've talked about bleeding in his. Well, in the comic books that are canon. In the comics, they have absolutely. Yeah, in the comics that are canon, it was stated that Vader bled his saber. But like, was it? It might have not actually. I think I'm thinking of Kylo Ren. That Kylo Kylo Ren bled his saber, and then it failed, and that's why he has a cracked kyber crystal. Uh oh, that is exactly why. That's why he has the cross guard. Is because the because cross they had to put on those things to be able to deal with the fact that the energy the output was wasn't correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. Solving yeah. the canon of Star Wars yeah, is very go. hard. Um, so he goes off Lone Ranger style, puts on his. <laughs> I think it's really cool at the end of the episode, like where we see him like flash his lightsaber, and then he goes on the transport ship. It's just like fuck yeah. <laughs> and then he gets to the planet and he's just like can you give me directions I'm old um, they're on the yeah. cyber on the, he's like on the cyberpunk planet what's it called uh, I Dax, can't remember the Daxon, name of Daxum 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 uh, is a world is a planet in the DC and they're the cousins of the Kryptonians so probably not that but anyway they, they end up in cyberpunk world or he ends up there and he's following uh, a tracker, he finds fucking, oh my god, 
Did you did you like this character? Dayu. Yeah, they're on Dayu. Did you like this character that I'm about to talk about? Obi-Wan, uh, Obi-Wan talks to this girl on the street, and she's just like, you want some meth? And she's just like, no, I'm good. And she's just like, he's like, I want information. She's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't got information. And then this kid's like, I got information. And she also brings up the fact that she's an orphan. Um, she should she should look out for Batman. But this kid's are just like, I got information. He's just like, I got a Jedi. And then we see... Um, I forget the actor's name. Look, yeah, are you? Are you? Do you have Google open? You mean, uh, Kamal? Yeah. Um, Dude, Haja, I loved Haja. <laughs> I thought Haja was hilarious. It made me think about something that I didn't think would probably happen in Star Wars because of Order sixty six. Was that, that Eternals would be canon? Yeah. <laughs> that people would impersonate Jedis in the public. Like, yeah. Interesting. I mean, they are in the Outer Rim, so it doesn't matter. But It's true. Why would the Empire come out here? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they always go out to the Outer Rim <laughs> in every single series. Every single series, they're like, they go, they're in the Outer Rim. The Empire comes to the Outer Rim. Uh, this is the Outer Rim. The Empire has no jurisdiction. That person dies. And then the Empire is just like, yeah, I don't care. This planet's mine for now. Um, we get information on Leia's where- whereabouts. Um, he goes to save Leia. We see Obi-Wan fight, and he's really fucking rusty. Um, yeah. Goes to Refusing see- to use his lightsaber. Only yeah. using a blaster. Yeah, fucking Obi Wan Solo. And then we see we see him. He got free meth from a kid, and he dropped the meth into to the kidnappy's room and locked them in there. That was pretty. That was pretty. That was a Rainbow Six Siege move that he just pulled on them. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he smoked the room and they closed the door. Um, pretty cool. And then we see him get Leia, and Le- Leia's like a fucking kid, so she doesn't trust him because she doesn't know who the fuck he is. You're old. Who are you? <laughs> You're old. Who are you? And then she's just like, are you a Jedi? And he's just like, shut the fuck up. Um, she's very untrustworthy of Ben. She eventually like runs away. And this causes so much shit to just escalate. Uh, the Inquisitors are there. They find out that the Inquisitors. Uh, there, there's actually a scene. We didn't talk about this. There was a scene uh, before this uh, where the Inquisitors came to. Tatooine and the Inquisitors like threatened to kill Ben and Obi-Wan's hiding in the corner and then like the third brother hates the third sister so he just he stops her before she kills him and and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's just like thanks Owen he's just he looks at him just like bitch what the fuck he's just like I, I, I want to survive what do you mean thanks <laughs> um but the Inquisitors have been following him uh, they get to the planet, they shut off the ports, they like put it on lockdown, they go look around for him. Uh, they're not looking for Leia, they're looking for him, because we figure out that the third sister actually found a link between uh, Obi-Wan, Leia, and Vader, which is pretty obvious for all of us on the outside. Uh, and he got Leia, And she got Leia kidnapped. To bring out mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. Um, 
<laughs> Leia runs away from Obi-Wan and bounty hunters get put out on bounty hunters get sent out on Obi-Wan and the funniest fucking running scene happens where we jump between the third sister parkouring over the fucking buildings uh, and down fucking walls and uh, between that and then Obi-Wan just having like a firefight on the roof um, yeah I don't, I don't know you want, you want to take over? I feel like I've been talking a lot sure sure um I mean, the world's been put on high alert. Everyone knows that Obi-Wan's there, so they're all trying to get some free cash money. Um, so we see Obi-Wan... What? He he hasn't cracked out his lightsaber yet when he's fighting the guy with the minigun, right? No, he's just trying no. to shoot him. With the he's just trying to shoot him, and then Haja comes out of nowhere, and we're like, oh, Haja's going to get some of this money, and Haja just fucking nails the guy um, with the minigun. Uh, and helps uh, Obi-Wan get out of there. Obi-Wan thinks he's a psycho for doing that. Why would you help me? Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> Obi-Wan has this big, like, Obi-Wan has this big, like, thought that, like, everybody should leave him alone because of him being a former Jedi. And then, like, in order for him and everybody else to be safe, he just has to distance himself, like, from everything. Yeah. Um, so Haja tells them where to go. He tells them to go to a uh, cargo port that shouldn't be guarded. Um, but unfortunately, uh, the third sister does catch up to them. Uh, and they start have uh, she starts using the force like crazy and just she read the guy's mind. Yeah, like, no, she has, she, like, <laughs> she has like pseudo psychic abilities because she can like, like she can feel when somebody's like lying or has like deceitful intent. And then she literally grabs Haja's head and just reads his mind. It's kind of scary, to be perfectly honest, yeah. uh, which is good. That's how villains should feel. Um, but she, uh, during this, uh, battle with obi-wan she reveals at this point uh that anakin is alive and is actually vader mm -hmm. um which is huge um for very obvious reasons um obi-wan using the force manages to like get away um but while he's uh the moment that he's able to get away is uh because Riva, uh the third sister and the Grand Inquisitor duke it out and Riva just backstabs him. Mm -hmm. Dude is dead on the ground. Yes. Um and then we move on to episode four as uh Obi-Wan and Leia take off in his ship and we get to see uh a place that i really really hoped we would get to see we get to see darth vader's uh freaking fortress on mustafar dude yeah and they did such a good job with it mustafar looks awesome 
uh his castle always such a like cool thing uh and i'm so glad that it's uh properly um being done on the team uh done on the big screen now yeah no, i was super hyped for it the whole the water the water base kind of threw me off i was just like i thought mustafar was a lava planet but yeah yeah no i hear you yeah but um so um uh, just to just to uh, summarize summarize the last couple bits you know watch the show and everything like that um but uh we go through some of it they go they end up uh getting picked up uh by this dude what was his name Jake? Jake? oh uh oh no what was his name? i loved him yeah. Uh this also he it, it also gives us a perspective on like the empire because like you know we have a lot of context as like the watchers of this media and like the, like seeing the fiction from a, th- a perspective of like the main characters and like the main characters get like an entire like global scope of how everything is but like normal people have as much information about this as we do in the real world as like to our governments so like them just thinking that a government takeover is happening, like, you know, some people are for it because, like, you know, the empire seems to be secure, blah, 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 blah. They don't actually know what happened. Like, a lot of people think Order 66 was the Jedi's betraying the, like, the Republic. Like, that's yeah. what's spun a lot of the times. So... And that's what our good old boy Freck thought. Yeah, Freck. Freck, the, the, the fucking tentacle mole man eater. Um... Yeah, so Obi-Wan uh, has a couple moments with Leia there. They have to share transport with some stormtroopers. It gets awkward. He slips up and says her name. Uh, he reminisces kind of like as like a half lie about Leia's mom, and he probably does feel this way because, like, you know, he worked with Padme for so long. Um, I also think he kind of thought about, like, his past lover, that like the the governor you remember yeah so i do remember possibly her um but uh they get to a gate uh the gate like he has to like fight off the stormtroopers and then uh one of the generals that comes in or the officers that come in uh, is actually a traitor and she's actually working with the rebellion uh, it's the first time we see mention of the rebellion since, uh, like, this is like the first canonic, I guess, chronological uh, mention of the rebellion. We see the symbol. Uh, she yes. puts them in a safe house. We actually see that the safe house has been run through by multiple people, including former Jedi. Yeah, it's like a weird uh, Jedi underground railroad. Yeah. So, um, where they're trying to get people out of the Empire system and trying to save Jedis and such. Um, uh, they, everything seems okay. They're going to go through the, through the tunnel to the back until, uh, the Inquisitors show up and not just do the Inquisitors show up, a very big feel in the force happens and Obi-Wan feels a presence that he hasn't felt in years and it's Vader. It's Anakin. Uh, it's, it's, it's the guy. It's the dude. He's among us. He looks so good in the suit, man. Yeah, I'm so and and it, it, I heard it's it's Hayden in there, 
like actually in the suit. So it is. That's it's just so good. Um, so we, uh, Obi Wan says that he's going to distract Vader, um, and he does. Uh, Leia goes off to meet the cargo transport, and the girl trying to help them goes back to help Obi Wan. Uh, he has a little skirmish uh, with Vader. He runs away the first time, and the second time, he's like, he just can't keep up with him. Um, something that's brought up multiple times is we get flashbacks to Anakin and Obi Wan training, like back when he was still a Padawan. And this is a consistent thing that I really love about it is that we we know Obi Wan's like style, right? We know what form he uses consistently. Yes. Anakin, on the other hand uses very aggressive stances and forms and this this is the dichotomy between them you know what i mean as much as he is his teacher like anakin has his emotions that take care of him like that take over him so instead of being like a defensive style like obi-wan is like more looking for opportunity and taking like actions like time at a time anakin is just like consecutive attacks using anger using power and stuff like that um, well reflected in his bouts as Darth Vader because all he has is like hate and rage so uh, we we see them skirmish a little bit fucking Vader just like drags him through fire at one point it's yeah. He, he's just like I'm gonna make you feel how I felt on Mustafar <laughs> yeah no it's uh, Vader is properly scary um i know i keep saying that the villains are scary but they did a really good job showing that these these are horrible people um with absolutely horrifying abilities um what like we've seen the most we get to see of vader actually fighting is in like video games and stuff yeah Uh, right before he confronts obi-wan he literally fucking snaps a kid's neck like we literally yeah no see, they actually killed a kid right in front of us like, in a Star Wars thing like Vader like we know Anakin killed younglings right we know he killed younglings we know he killed many and assisted in killing many a Jedi right people that he worked side by side with probably did missions with um, when in the Clone Wars and everything like that people that probably trained him to some extent um, yeah murdered them murdered them children everybody old young doesn't matter lightsabers for everybody. And we see this, that Vader, Anakin, has become so ruthless in the 10 years uh, that he just, he, he force ragdolls people, kills a kid, kills many families before he confronts Obi-Wan. And it's just, it, it's the realization that even if, like, Obi-Wan could appeal to some type of, like, whatever's left inside of Vader, of Anakin, like, it, there's, I feel like there's no redemption at that point you know what i mean yeah um and uh we see uh what's her name you said her name the the rebel girl no maybe, uh, maybe haven't. no i was saying um the haja. haja yeah yeah haja and reva which is the third sister uh tala tala tala's her name so tala yeah kind of an important minor character like tertiary character um she she snipes some stormtroopers they leave they leave obi-wan to die 
Uh, yeah, uh, Obi Wan gets away. Um, I think it's the third. The third sister kidnaps Leia. They bring Obi Wan back to their base of operations for the rebellion. Uh, he's like, "Where's Leia?" He gets out the back to tank. This is the most we've seen back to tanks in Star Wars. Like, uh, you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett yet, but like, there's no. a back, there's a back to tank in every episode. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's yeah, too many back to tanks. Um, I mean, at least it's like understandable that they'd show them so often back to tanks are like insane yeah they're healing pods yeah but um they um they get through they get to the rebellion the rebellion's hq he asks where leia is he goes to find leia uh i don't remember how he finds leia oh they there's there's a transport they go to mustafar (laughs) um or no they go it's not so the Mustafar Mapuso. Mapuso is a water moon of Mustafar. How that fucking works, I have no idea. Um but uh Mapuso is the base where they're keeping like a bunch of shit there, including Alaya. Uh they have a plan because the one girl's a officer in uh, like an officer spy. Uh that they'll go there and that uh, Obi-Wan will save Leia. Uh, kind of jumping forward a little bit. He saves Leia. <laughs> uh, third sister, like, is going to torture Leia. Which, knowing who she is and what she's been through, like, I feel like even if it got to that point, I don't think she would have actually pulled the trigger on it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just... And also, like, Disney. Like, whoa. But, yeah. Uh... Obi-Wan does this cool thing where like the lights he turns the lights off and then like you just see the lightsaber kill somebody and then it, he unsheathes it and then he turns it back on and kills the next person uh, super dope scene uh, saves Leia uh, they try to escape uh, the officer the officer spy that's helping them um, Tala uh, is like slowly hitman style killing people that try to confront her about her being there because this part, like, this base isn't her base. Mm-hmm. Um, they get caught leaving. Uh, the third sister, like, attacks them and calls them a traitor and confronts Tala because she confronted Tala earlier because Tala, Tala literally gave away their game plan. She literally told her actual information. Did you catch that? Uh, I don't think I did. Like, what did when, she? Like, when oh. Tala... You know, like the whole like underground railroad thing. Yeah, she literally told her. Yeah, she literally just gave them away. Like if they didn't if if she didn't have a tracker on Lola, uh by the way, uh uh, Leia has a little droid. She's a little like beetle droid. A little like little ladybug. Um she literally fucking learned the entirety of the fucking rebellion's plan. Like she knew everything that was happening. Um but uh, anyway, uh, I think we should just get talking to talking about like the end. Yeah. Um, mostly because we're tired. Uh, secondly, because you guys should just watch the series. Um, let's let's split this up into two things. Let's talk about the Vader fight. Let's talk about the final fight, and let's talk about the conclusion 
of the series. Okay. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan versus Vader. A battle that we've wanted to see proper for so long. This entire series confirms the fact that Obi-Wan has seen Vader since episode three. And keep in mind, Anakin went by Darth Vader as soon as he joined the dark side. We know that. So technically Mm -hmm. Anakin versus Obi-Wan was Vader versus Obi-Wan. This is the first time he, this is technically not like we, we always assumed that episode three to episode four was the gap between them seeing each other. But we know that's not true. They literally met in the middle. Um, yeah. Holy fuck. That was a great fight scene. I, I loved it. That entire fight was insane to watch. He literally, Jesus, he like used the wrath of God and threw rocks at him. I would say that peak Vader in the suit was before this fight. Like, right, I'd say peak Vader in the suit is, like, sometime between when he got the suit and before this fight, because, oh my god, he fucking wrecks him. Like, yeah, he messes up his technology at the end, and, like, he kind of, like, almost kills him because he can't breathe properly, but holy fuck, do you think I would, I don't, I wouldn't recover after getting hit by so many boulders like that? My body would never be the same. No, I don't, I don't think mine would be either. That was, um, I mean, like, even though we're not seeing like peak Vader, like earlier on in an episode, we still got to see him do like um, <laughs> the closest thing to Star Killer being in uh, a piece of um, like a piece yeah, of just, live action he media. He yanks that fucking he, ship out the air. Yeah, one of the they had uh, the Underground Railroad tried flying away with like a fake ship to distract him and he grabs it out of the air and pulls it back to the planet and slams it in the ground and just started ripping it off like pieces of taffy like and and i think the crazier thing is like the reaction because you know like most force users like i don't know if it's like suspension of disbelief like them to like slow down the reaction of like when force users use a skill like especially like to bind something but mm-hmm. it was like Vader actually had a giant fucking hand. Because as soon as like he reached out and grabbed it, the ship just stopped. Like It wasn't like he struggled or anything like that, or like it took a couple seconds to stop. It literally stopped midair as soon as he rose his hand and like grabbed it. And then, like you said, ripped it off like pieces of fucking paper. Like every second that he moved it. Like The show of skill is definitely there. And even in this fight scene, like this fight... Like, before and after he pummels Obi-Wan in the rocks, like, you just see, like, the power in, like... Because, like, Anakin versus, like, on Mustafar, that fight was, like... It was very much an arrogant and power-hungry Anakin, right? And, like... This one's just mad. Like, this is a very power-hungry and angry Anakin... And a very calm and still willing to not, <laughs> still willing to not kill him, but like he pretty much left him for dead. Like I'm pretty sure that was Obi Wan not trying to kill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he did dismember him, but he probably if it was a pool of water, I think Obi Wan would have went inside and helped Anakin. 
Like he was like, ah, you fell off the stage. Uh, you're gonna have to SD, bro. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, but this versus this Obi Wan who has come to the realization that he has to like confront Anakin, or else like he won't. For one, have closure, and for two, like might be able to stop him to an extent. But then we see like him. He just completely overwhelms Vader, and we see like. Obi-Wan cuts off a part of Vader's mask and like he sees like Anakin for real, Vader for real, like under the helmet. And like he kind of breaks down. Ewan McGregor does a really good job of this. Like Obi-Wan breaks down. Like this is like low-key his brother. Like you know what I mean? This is his family. This is the person that he raised, trained, took an oath from his on his dead master's grave that he would train this boy to be the like the chosen one the light the savior of the galaxy and like how far he's fallen and how much how much vader doesn't even consider obi-wan like his like his master his friend or anything like that he just sees him as this obstacle that he has to take out of the equation yeah, and like you hear Hayden's voice because the uh, the voice modifier and the helmet and everything like that. It's just and like there's a neat thematic thing that they do with light in this scene was that like whenever he's talking as Anakin or like he's talking with the helmet shattered, right? For the most part, like you see like the reflection of the blue light from Obi Wan's lightsaber, right? Until the end where he says that when he says that he killed Anakin Skywalker and you can hear the Vader voice take back over, you see that the red light of his lightsaber takes back over his face in the reflection. And I feel like that's like, it's just cool thematic lighting things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like Obi-Wan just kind of leaves him for dead. <laughs> and of course he didn't die, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, that, so hype, so cool. Um, yeah. He does that thing that people like the concept art of like in episode four of Obi-Wan picking up all the blasters and shooting down like when they're leaving the millenn- leaving to go to the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Like where he just does it with rocks instead. It's pretty cool. Um, and then the end, end of the series. What did you think of it? Uh, it was a really good way to end it. Uh, going him like going back to the planet, uh, having his lightsaber and robes with him, still being proud, uh, and not trying to hide, uh, too much per se anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can definitely tell he's feeling more comfortable now, even though like the world is definitely still out to get him. Um, yeah, nothing's really nothing's changed. They lost. They lost an Inquisitor, uh, but that's about it. If anything, it's probably, like, become more dangerous. Because, like, let's be honest, um, an Inquisitor going rogue, Vader definitely could see that kind of thing happening. So, you know, putting trackers inside of their lightsabers is definitely something that I could see him doing. So, But he left it on Tatooine. She left it on Tatooine. Yeah, she left it on Tatooine. Oh, a live ping on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Vader never checked, like I get like he doesn't consider himself Anakin Skywalker anymore, but the fact that he didn't check like his home world 
for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything. Like anything. Yeah. Like, no. He knows he has an uncle. You know what I mean? Or like high up <sighs> loose ends. Yeah. Or like just maybe kill some more Tuscan Raiders. Oh, dude. How fucked up do you think it would have been if like Vader showed up and he's like, oh, Owen's son. <laughs> uh, Owen had a child. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Also, like, there's a like right outside of fucking Luke's house. There's a fucking twin bladed, spinning helicopter lightsaber in the ground. Just saying. Yeah, it's just chilling out. You know, like if he ever needs, really... if he ever needs to like, unbleed a crystal. <laughs> there's just one there. <laughs> Uncle Owen, the speeder's dead, and I'm gonna be late for school. Take the helicopter saber, Luke. Like, I need Obi-Wan to have a... Like, I, I needed them to have a conversation, like, beforehand. I think this would have been a cool thing, like, if we saw Luke with a white saber, like, later on in the series. Mm-hmm. And, like, people are just like, well, how did he get a white saber? We only know that white sabers, like, exist if somebody actually, like, un like if they bleed the red out of a red saber or, like, a red kyber crystal. And it'd be interesting if, like, Obi-Wan had a conversation. He's just like, all right, when you were 10 years old, you got kidnapped. And the kidnapper left their lightsaber in your backyard. You should probably go get it. And you're just like, oh, shit. Look, I have a lightsaber now. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting. I, I don't like the fact... Okay, I like that he went back to the orc... Like, he went back to Alderaan. Because, like, it kind of gives credence on how Leia knows him. Like, he kind of just knows him as, like, you know, the Jedi from my childhood, right? The one yeah. that saved me. It makes sense that she would contact him in dire notice, right? Of course, he could be the only one that could save her. Like, he, he's, a, he's the only Jedi she knows. Like, he, he actually yeah. has credentials. Um, second thing. Um, okay, I guess second to third thing. Uh, he meets Luke. Do you think Luke remembers? Like, Luke isn't supposed to know who he is, right? He just kind of knows him as, like... There's no way that he knows who he is. The last time Luke properly saw him, from our understanding, was when he was, like, maybe two days old. Yeah, minutes old. <laughs> yeah, no. So, like, the fact that he met... No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, like, he meets him, like, at the end of the series, right? He, like, says... He says the iconic line. How did you feel about that, by the way? Because I was oh. laughing for six minutes straight. Like I laughed. Hello the entire, <laughs> I laughed the entire rest of the episode. I was like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" I'm so happy. I, I <laughs> like what what I'm trying to say is I like, would have been upset if he didn't say it. Yeah. Um. I didn't even click in my mind. Owen was just like, "Do you want to say hello to him?" I was just like, "Oh, he's gonna say hi." He's like, "Hello there." I was like, "Oh fuck!" He said the line. Um, my thing is, okay, so, like, he meets him now, right? But yeah. in, like, nine years later, Luke doesn't know who the fuck he is. I think he knows Obi-Wan, or, like, Ben best as, like, the cold, old town crazy guy. Like, yeah. right? But he knows who he is. He doesn't know, like, the in intricacies like Leia does. He doesn't know that he's a Jedi. He doesn't know that he's, like, super powerful. He doesn't know, like, his connection to... Um, his parents or anything like that. Like, Le he told Leia that he knows, like, Leia's actual parents. 
Yeah. Um. So I mean, uh, it, it's definitely a satisfying ending. I I really liked it. Um. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about for for? Well, there series? is one more pretty major thing that happens right at the end. Uh, we get to see Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah, we get to see the Force Ghost of Qui-Gon. And Qui-Gon's just like, I've been here the entire time, you fuck. Like, you just <laughs> couldn't, you couldn't see it's me. It's about time! <laughs> He's like, God damn Qui-Gon. it. I was waiting. I didn't think that they were actually going to put in his Force Ghost, because, like, I, like, he was talking to him throughout the entire series, like... I was just like, yeah. are, are we going to see his Force Ghost? Like, the, like, what's his name's not dead yet? Like, he can still <laughs> cameo. He also looks... Absolutely. This, he also um, looks and, this. you know, like... It does leave it pretty open to, like, there being a season two. I kind of would be... I don't know if upset is the right word, but I really don't feel like we need more. No, no. This, this is the perfect story to just give us, like... This this would be a five issue miniseries in the comics. Like this is just like a little. We don't need to know the intricacies of what happens every single day of every year, like between Absolutely. now and episode four. Like this is a good send off. I really would like to see a Qui Gon series. I want them to do more prequel stuff. I want them to do stuff like in the Old Republic. I want them to do stuff like, like I don't know, like Young that Yoda or horror something. movie where Jar Jar is the main character. Oh, actually, no. We need to find out. We need a, a prequel, like movie or miniseries, to explain why Jar Jar got exiled. Yeah, what what happened to Jar Jar afterwards? Um, do you want to know? Because there is an answer, at least in Legends. Sure. He became a jester to- and entertained kids until he died. Oh. Yeah, he was just a street performer. Interesting. Um, I think Darth Vader saw him. <laughs> Did he laugh at him? Uh, but I also don't think, like, Jar Jar recognized him, you know. Hmm. Um, I don't think Vader said him. anything. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, fun stuff. Really good series. I'm very happy. Yeah, really good series. I really enjoyed it. Um, excuse my yawning. I'm recording this really late at night. But, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, I guess that's... Uh, do you have anything else to, to talk about it? I mean, I, I really don't like any of like, the newer... Like, pre, like, the latest trilogy stuff. But, like, I think everything in, like, in this in-between of, like, either after the, em- the fall of the Empire or, like, the fall of the Republic. Like, it's really good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't mind the newer movies. But if this is how Star Wars is going to be treated going forward, then I am happy and I feel more content and safe with the franchise as a whole. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, if you don't, if you don't have any more thoughts on this, I mean, we can, we can move to closing. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, next episode, I, I think we, we have multiple options. Um, if, uh, we could do, we could do Miss Marvel, um, 
Or we could, um, I don't know, if, if you watch Thor, we could do Thor. So we have, we have options. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, listener. Stay tuned. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us uh, tweet at us. Um, and if you don't, well, I guess we'll have to pick one ourselves. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening and watching. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can at our Twitter handles. Um, I am at lying underscore mask. And I am Vincent Barlow 8. And you can tweet at both of us or uh, collectively at domestic BF pod and Twitter. Thank you for Ultimate Maverick X for our art, as always. Um, listen to us on any uh, podcasting platform out there. I think Pandora still hates us, but, you know, it's okay. It's fine. Um, we didn't need them anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. We'll have lots of more news. Uh, we'll, we'll be more well-rested, hopefully. Um, yeah. Um, catch you later. See you, beautiful people.